Before today's episode starts, just a quick one from us. If you're currently listening on Apple and Spotify and you enjoy listening to Strike It Big, consider leaving a five-star review along with what you thought of the pod. As the more reviews we get, the more the podcast grows and the bigger and better the guests get. Thanks in advance. Bring on the pod. Today's guest is one of the most influential fitness experts on the planet. He went from skinny to jacked, and he also travels the globe looking for the hottest woman. It is, of course, Joe Fazer. So could you tell by looking at us three, which one's got the best genetics? Uh, Mark, I'd say you got the best genetics. <laughs> Thank you very much. Some broad shoulders. <laughs> right, that means I've got to do it. What is going on? I don't like what I see. I never have liked what I see. Sometimes I look at myself and I'm like, I look like shit. It really f***s you up. Have you ever thought about doing YouTuber boxing? Okay, so... <laughs> 100% an exclusive here. It's strange to be back in the studio, isn't it? That's... Funny enough, exactly what I just said a second ago. Did you, you say that? You yeah. just said that a second ago. And then ago. you went, oh, need to change that. Oh, sorry. I, I, I was just I was just thinking about it. All right, then. So let's start again. Feels weird to be back in the studio. That's exactly what I said a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I had a big question I want to ask you. A big question. Big, a big question. Oh, dear. If you could have the perfect body, would you get rid of all of your money in order to do that? I've got the perfect body. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you were to be like the it's perfect... In actual fact, it's godlike. The perfect it? specimen. The, <laughs> the perfect specimen of a man, back to the age of 23, but you had to give up all of your money to do that, all of your millions, would you do it? As long as I could retain one thing. What? All of the knowledge I've create, uh, accrued during that time. If I can keep all the knowledge... Mm. I'd give up every single penny to be 18 again. Let's say you couldn't keep the knowledge. Would the, you give it all up? The knowledge is the value. But you could do it all again. With the knowledge, of course you could do it all again. So Without the knowledge, He might not acquire can't. the same knowledge. Exactly. You know? mm. He might just turn out to be thick as shit. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> but you never know. That's not nice, is it? Anyway, today's guest is one of the most influential fitness experts on the planet. He went from skinny to jacked, and he also travels the globe looking for the hottest woman. It is, of course, Joe Fazer. Woohoo! Woo! Welcome to the show, man. Great to have you back. You uh, you were on Light Father, Light Son before, weren't you? I was, like eight months ago, yeah. What do you <laughs> think of the new studio? So uh, I like it a lot. It's, uh, it's a lot more professional looking now. Well, it was very professional before, but even better now. We've got Kai now. Nice, yep. to, nice to officially meet you. <laughs> For sure. I think as well, I was going to say that he was like one of our first like big episodes mm. on the Light Father, Light Son. First one to go past 50 or 60k. I remember, I remember looking at the channel and I was like, oh, my one's done pretty well. I was, <laughs> I was gassed about it. No, you got really behind it and pushed it. Which yeah, is what I we put it on my, uh, what's it, like community thing or whatever. That is a big thing, you know. All, yeah, like YouTube knows where the audience is then and then pushes it to the right people. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Is that, is that a thing that you like to see how well your podcast is done that you've been on? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, that does that a lot. Just keep track. <laughs> Just go on the. I went on the TikTok as well. Saw that one of my videos did sick, and I was like, "Let's go." So you're meant to be with us before, but you had a car accident, I believe. How is that now? It wasn't a proper like crash. Oh, right. but the car was pretty fucked. Like we were, we were all completely fine. We were driving. We wanted to go to ASDA because we wanted to get a prime, which sounds stupid. We, <laughs> uh, and yeah, we jacked went into like a curb, and yeah, it was. That was the end of that. That was the end of that. I felt like a dickhead. I think we could probably spare him a prime. Well, I think we got, <laughs> I think we, got we got one. Yeah, they, left. Actually, they, yeah, they sent us some. No. Yeah. yeah, two crates. Well, has Prime not reached out to you and sent you primes? They haven't. No, I'm, I'm not that big time. Yeah. I'm not that big time. And you've been quite ill as well, so I know, you're all better now. A lot of complications. I was meant to be on what? How long ago? Like probably two months ago. Yeah, now. Yeah, that. Um, yeah, I got a really bad infection on my lips like really bad you guys saw the photos well you sent a picture i thought you're dead yeah really honestly <laughs> we're I, like zooming in like what yeah, is that what is definitely <laughs> it was i was i was disgusted looking at myself in the mirror i was like this is horrible couldn't eat anything lost so much weight still managed to work out though. that didn't work out no that's when you know it's bad yeah. but i can't work out but did you lose a lot of muscle mass yeah i lost uh like five six kilos obviously that wasn't all muscle but um got it all back now so it's all good so a hard one to start it off with. Yeah. In the fitness world, yeah. why should people listen to you? I think because I've been doing it quite a while now. Um, there's a lot of guys in the fitness world who are a lot bigger than me, a lot more shredded, a lot more muscular. Uh, but at the end of the day, genetics is a massive thing. So someone can work out for one year 
and make more gains than someone who can work out for five years. Even if that person who spent a year in the gym was doing it half-assed and the person doing it five years was doing it with intense training, a great diet. If the person with one year just had elite genetics and the guy with five years had horrible genetics, this one year guy would make more progress. It's as simple as that. It's, as, it's annoying as that, but that's the honest truth. With me, I've not been born with the best genetics. So I'd like to say that I'm pretty knowledgeable when it comes to being optimal, being efficient with your training and making as much progress as possible and just making the best out of the situation that you've got. Uh, so I think that even though I'm not as muscular as some people, I might know a bit more than them because I've had to put that research in, whereas some people just, they haven't had to do that. So what percentage is genetics, you know, and, and natural talent or hard work? It's a really good question. Um, I did a video on that like two years ago where I tried to deep dive into it. And me and many other uh, fitness influencers like Greg Doucette, who's quite knowledgeable in this space, said genetics plays about 50 to 60% of a, a role in how how well you succeed. Um, at the end of the day, if someone hasn't got good genetics, they they can't be they can't make the stage like a bodybuilding stage like they just can't. How do you figure out if you got bad genetics or you're just lazy? Yeah, that's a good question as well. Yeah, um, <laughs> the thing is, you can have some guys who are lazy who don't care about their diet, but just go to the gym like a couple times a week and they can make insane progress. And they're genetic elites. Uh, or you can have someone who goes to the gym a bit, doesn't really bother, and doesn't make progress. You can't tell if they're lazy or if they have bad genetics. It's just, you can tell the extreme sides of some people. So could you tell by looking at us three, which one's got the best genetics? Uh, Mark, I'd say you got the best genetics. <laughs> Thank you very much. You Next. Broad Next. shoulders, some broad <laughs> shoulders. So how about, <laughs> how about Kai? Do you think, yeah. do you think I, he's got bad genetics I, I or he's just lazy very, very when it comes to the gym? I think, I think Kai's got a sleeper build. I reckon once you're... Well, with, I've, with I've, uh, I've made a tiny little bit of progress in the time that I have been training, but I'm glad that you said what you said, because I've got a friend who I've been saying has got crazy genetics. Yeah. And every time I mention it, he just says, oh, you're just, you know, taking away my progress. You're bashing on me when it's like, no, bro. And like, your brother as well. Oh, yeah. That my, was crazy. To be fair, that my brother has been to the gym like properly in the past, mm. but my brother just got back into the gym. Yeah. And he's looking tiny, literally one month and he's just bulked up well massive. well if he used to go to the gym yeah. then muscle memory is a massive me, it's thing nothing like that. But i'm really struggling when you spoke about your mate who's got insane genetics mm. i was the exact same bro back in school when i was about 15 16 there was about four of us in our year who went to the gym just us four they were three rugby lads and then there was me mm. and obviously rugby guys they usually have good genetics because as growing up they've been the stronger kids all of this stuff and they were making insane progress but they didn't really try i was researching constantly like focusing on my diet and i was so much skinnier than them still and i was like you guys know you have better genetics and they all just said no joe it's because we work harder and stuff like that mm. people don't appreciate that genetics are so important yeah, like, I, I haven't like gained or lost any weight in years i've just been the same forever yeah. and even now that i'm really trying it is difficult for sure. So like I putting on the weight, yeah, we're in the yeah, exact so same difficult. position, yeah. So if you weren't like genetically gifted, why did you decide to carry on you know, in the gym? You know, most people would just give up and think this isn't for me. Yeah, I think uh, I think actually the fact that I wasn't genetically uh, gifted made me work harder in the gym. It made me be where I was. I think if I was naturally not super skinny, I would have never taken the gym seriously. Mm. I, I don't think I'd be here today. I think it's a kind of a blessing in disguise. If I had decent genetics... I don't think I'd be as passionate about bulking up. You know, the classic, you want what you can't have. I want to get so muscular because I just can't, my genetics limit it so much. Uh, but if I just worked out and it came easy to me, I don't think I'd be as passionate about it. So did you just want to do it for yourself or was it because you wanted other external things? <laughs> I just wanted to look sick in clothes. I just wanted to <laughs> just be muscular. Yeah, look, look for myself a lot. Yeah, and to you know, it vain reasons as well, to be completely honest. So if you're not genetically, <laughs> genetically. <laughs> so if you're not genetically predisposed to putting on bulk, is it more of a temptation to try the dark side? To try the dark side? Um, yeah, I mean, let's be, let's be real. It definitely is a bigger temptation. Um, but again, when it comes to joining the dark side, uh, which if you guys, can I say the word? Yeah, 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 yeah sure. you want. If you guys don't know that, that means uh, hopping on steroids or... Uh, PEDs that, that that has genetics in it as well. Some people respond better to PEDs than others. So more genetically gifted PED responders. Mm. At, the, at the end of the day, 
we're talking about muscle building here. Uh. We're talking about PEDs, but literally anything in life, anything whatsoever, genetics has such a big role. Well, it's definite that some people do respond to steroids better because I'm actually currently on steroids. Funny, Mate, you must be the biggest hype responder. <laughs> I actually had I had two injections on my shoulder because I had some problems with the muscle on my shoulder. Yeah, and they said to me, they said some people don't respond at all. Some respond, you know, over a period of time and so on. Literally, instantly that day, that up. shoulder was better. I didn't build muscle on, but it certainly made it a lot better. And a lot of people are afraid of steroids. You see, yeah. So. What would you say are the pros and cons asking for a mate? For steroids, <laughs> yeah. For a, I'm joking. For I a never friend, the yeah, classic. What are the, the pros and cons? Okay, um, okay. This is a very good question. Obviously, the pros. That, are... That's the first time that someone said that to me. What a good question. asked a very good question. All right. The pros are the the pretty obvious ones. You can build muscle. Mm. Um, there's also other PEDs which can help you lose body fat. Um, you know, at the end of the day you feel amazing on it apparently uh you you feel like a superhuman um even on low dose trt apparently the the how you feel mentally is insane that's the pros oh, the pros of build muscle let's be honest the, the cons you don't know how you're going to respond to it so some people could there's a guy that i know called dave who took steroids and instantly acne broke out everywhere cystic acne scars for life um heart attacks are a problem it increases cholesterol mm. there's just so many health consequences which if you're not keeping on top of if you're not getting your blood work done if you're not checking your blood pressure it can come and bite you in the back and you just in my opinion there's too much to worry about compared to the building a bit more muscle yeah, i think there's something about being natural as well like there's somewhat of a flex to being natural. There, and i don't yeah. know why you would want to be any other way 100 percent. unless you're obviously going on the big stages where it's physically impossible to compete with these guys naturally yeah have you ever done a testosterone test to see what your levels are uh i've done a i've not done it no i've not done a i've not checked my actual testosterone mm. I've, I've done a blood work test before um but it, it I don't really understand it to be fair. So do you think that's something you do in the future? I, I imagine that would be a good Definitely um, a good video, video idea, yeah. yeah. Um I reckon it'd be pretty low, to be really? honest. Um however I've I've know I know guys who don't have the best physiques who have been training for ages and they seem on the surface like they don't have the best genetics, but then they've done blood tests and their test levels have been very high, naturally high. So what's your opinion on the liver king um, not being natural? Because obviously that was a big story that blew yeah. up in the, the space. Uh, well, I mean, it was completely obvious that he was not natural in the first <laughs> Even I place. Knew that, like... um, everyone believed it. Well, lots of people believed it. It's ridiculous. Like at the end of the day, right, there's some people who could be on steroids and you could not tell in a blue moon. Like, And then there's some people on steroids like the liver king where it's just completely obvious. It's physically impossible for someone to look like him not on anabolic steroids i think you're spending like 10 grand on growth hormone a month ridiculous who who would want to spend that much just to have a bit more muscle when you actually deep it for a second it's ridiculous well i imagine he was making so much money from his courses though sure so it probably sure. was a good investment sure. in the end. and if yeah. you're using yeah eventually it's going to come out and when it does you're trash yeah i think he, he's, he's still doing decent though right like, you're calling him out <laughs> <laughs> Mark Tilby versus Liver King. Trouble is, if you're fake, you're fake, aren't you? I mean, you can you can take stuff and be honest about it. I think you did a video about interviewing people and saying, "Are you, uh, are yeah, you yeah. real? Are you natural? Yeah. Are you taking?" And I think when people are honest about it, I've got no beef with them at all. There's no it, problem whatsoever. When people are fake and pretend something, and it turns out to be something else, that's not on. It's when someone's like selling stuff, mm. uh, giving the impression that you can build a body like me but they never mention the fact that you need all of these needles as well. And that's when it's a bit unethical. Mm. But like you said, if someone's on steroids, there's no problem with that. You know, as long as you're honest about it, it even to the extent of if you don't speak about it, I think that's completely fair as well. Some people have other jobs. Some people don't want their family to know and it's completely fine. So if you just don't speak about that, make up your own mind yeah make up your own mind then i don't think there's a problem with that either i think when you're blatantly lying about it that's when there's somewhat of a problem because then you're influencing other people and obviously it's not a healthy lifestyle either exactly so we haven't found a sponsor for this podcast yet have we 
No, we haven't. But it's because we hold this podcast in such high regard. Yeah, we also need to find a brand that we can trust um, so the audience can trust them just as much as they trust us, which is not easy. 100%. So that's why we want to take a few seconds, only quick, to talk about two things that are really important to us. The first thing is if you're not subscribed to the channel, make sure to do that because it means we can get the better guests on the show and it just makes it an all-round better podcast. Yeah, 96% of you aren't subscribed at the moment. And the second thing, Kai's going to take it. We've got an exclusive free Discord group with 20 thousand like-minded entrepreneurs waiting for you down in the description and so many people say in the comments it's so hard to get connections join the discord group it's free and you'll get really good connections there <laughs> you certainly will anyway back to the podcast i saw you interviewing the the strongest 15 year old in the world yeah. the other day yeah um was that all natural that is natural I, amazing, I, well i can't it? say for 100 percent, but i truly believe that he is natural people think that as soon as you start taking steroids this this 15 year old squatted a quarter of a ton 250 kilos people think once you inject a couple of steroids you can do that that's just not the case at all i genuinely believe he's just one of the genetic elites and on top of that he has trained so intensely his diets on top form and you put those together and it's a recipe for success. And squatting that quarter of a ton, it looked like he was going to explode. Yeah, mate, it was mental. It's amazing, I mean, I'm surprised he didn't. If I put that on my back, I would collapse. So what's your one rep max? Um, I'm not tested in about a year, but 165 kilos. Yeah, pretty decent. How about for bench and all the main ones? Uh, bench, I've not tested in a year as well. 100 kilos, my bench is awful. I've been... I've done 95, so I'm five away. I'm trying to get to 100. I've been born with these extremely long, lanky arms. Long arms are not good, are they? For for, for, for benching, no. Yeah. For deadlifting, yes. So my deadlift right. is 220 kilos. Because they're nearer the ground. You ain't got to lift so Exactly. Far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. How um, about for arm wrestling? Arm wrestling. I think long arms are pretty good for oh, arm wrestling. Maybe. I think you'd be a good arm wrestler, Mark. We'll have to give it a go at some point. Well, we? Give it a go then. Go and <laughs> have a go. Well, I'll give it a go if you give it a go. Yeah, I will. Yeah, go, go on. on then. You go first. Hang on. <laughs> Actually, weakest should go first, Kai. No, I'm not doing it. Why are you, you go saying first? The Actually, I, I'm for one, I'm not doing it because obviously I'm going to lose. And two, <laughs> uh, after what happened to someone that we know, but you like, might not. Oh, right, I'm not going to push it I'm not involved. The bicep, the bicep tear. It's on. Yeah. Yeah. Weird angle, obviously, but I think we got it on the shot. So anyway, three, two, one, go. <laughs> no oh, way. my life. Really? <laughs> <laughs> he, no. let me win. he must have let me win. That right. Was... That means I've got to do it. <laughs> what is going Sorry, on? Me. I'm an old man, remember? Ready? Three, Steady, go. Two, one, go. Oh, oh, God, See, this family, this family <laughs> no here. Way. When it, when, go on, go on. <laughs> give it a go. When we talk no. about genetic elites, this is a family of genetic <laughs> elites right here. I don't know if we would have won against your other mate though. Like he was strong. Oh, mentally. how strong was he? Yeah, he's. Uh, I did a video on him. He's he was seventeen when I met him. He looked the exact like he looked pretty similar to how he did. He's eighteen now, but it's that's another guy who everyone's like he's got to be on steroids, and I'm like. He's not that bothered about it to be on steroids. He's just a genetic elite. Tell everyone the story, though, of what you set up with the arm wrestling challenge, because that was quite amazing. And were you worried about giving away like a thousand? Imagine <laughs> lots of people just just won. Yeah, so I did, a, I did a video where I went out into the streets of Nottingham with an arm wrestling table. And the concept was there was me, my little brother and Solly, who's like this massive guy. Uh, if they beat my little brother, they won 10 pounds. They could, they could then either risk it and go against me and win 50 pounds. But if they lose against me, they lose the 10 pounds, they've just won. And then if they beat me, they're at 50 pounds and they can choose to risk it and go against Solly, who's this wham guy, and they can win a grand. And obviously I didn't want anyone to beat Solly because then I'd lose a grand, um, but no one did. I said to Solly, actually, if you come back with no one beating you, I'll give you 500 pounds. So he won 500 pounds, so he was more motivated mm. to beat everyone. Um, and yeah, about five people in total decided to go up against Solly. No one beat him. So. Not a chance. Yeah, not that a chance. Crazy. I think it was pretty cool what you did there, though, like letting them two win when you come on the podcast. And that. I think that was quite good. <laughs> I didn't do that. I didn't. I feel like he did. He, he, Listen, it, it'll be a mystery. You he, never know. He either I let he you win or he's scared of tearing his bicep. I, I think what's going to happen, I'm going to jump on a lot of steroids over the next year. <laughs> yeah. And then come specifically back. Specifically to come back on this podcast and. <laughs> Yeah, it might have been the seating position. He sat like that and we were standing up. Yeah. So let's, let's say nice. that. 
So you made a video about like your mental health. Um, how's that going now? And- uh, yeah, completely good, mate. Really yeah. good. Uh, so when I came on the podcast about eight months ago, I was completely fine. And then I just went through a stage of one, my acne got really bad. Two, I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, oh, I hate how I look, all of this sort of stuff. Um, and that physical, like how I looked affected my social anxiety. And then that ultimately led to me feeling really depressed. And it was horrible for like four months. Like I just, every single day, I, I just felt down. I'd, I'd look at myself in the mirror, I'd see the acne. I'd look at my body, I'd see my horrible body. And I just, sounds over dramatic, but I just couldn't, it was horrible. And I'd never felt like that before. I'd always been such a happy guy. I'd always, I'd never cared about mental health, anything. And yeah, then it hit me. And I think it just hits people at points in people's lives when they least expect it. But yeah, um, decided to to not feel sorry for myself anymore. Uh, sorted it out, got on some acne medication, started taking the gym more seriously. I put on a good amount of muscle and my acne is improving a lot. So feeling a lot happier, mm-hmm. feeling a lot more confident in public, a lot more. And it's really, really good at the moment, yeah. Did you get help with that as well? Or did you do it all on your own? Uh, I spoke to my friends and I spoke to my mum and dad. And I, I never really wanted to go and get like professional help. I don't I don't know enough about it. So I don't advise whether to do it or not. I'd probably advise to do it if I had to. But, but just being able to speak to people has got to that, That's the important it? part, yeah. So I spoke to close ones of mine and that really helped. Do you think a lot of people struggle? Like, I imagine when you put that video out, did you get lots of messages yeah, got, from people? Yeah, I got a ton of messages from yeah. people who have been through the same thing. And I I think a lot of people who go to the gym, well, you see them on the surface and you see them out on the street, you're like, this guy must be really confident because he's got some muscle, all of mm-hmm. that. I actually think that people who go to the gym are more conscious of how they look. And that has ultimately results in a lot of people who go to the gym suffering with a lot of mental mental problems as well. I mean, I, I went for a breakup um, before yeah. and I just used that as motivation. It's not depression, but yeah. it's like sadness, isn't it? And, and use it to, to I think my a breakup is an amazing motivation, yeah. but I'm actually more motivated now that I'm happier compared to when I was in that shit, shit place. So I don't know. I think it, some people could take it as motivation, but yeah. So yeah. how is the love life? Because I know you're always chasing it. <laughs> Straight in there. <laughs> yeah, I have actually got a girlfriend now. Really? Yeah, Woo-hoo! yeah, yeah. Does that stop you doing all the fun videos? Like going to <laughs> different countries? Look at, that was one of the things yeah, I said so in the intro. We might have to change our intro real yeah. quick. Yeah. I was like, he travels and the world looking for sexy girls. <laughs> and is she Swedish? Uh, she's not. Uh, she's not. <laughs> was so, she off blind date? She's not. Oh, no. Oh. Um, so that was actually a concern I had, like whenever... Like when I said to her I initially when we started seeing each other, I was like, I don't think we can go out because as much as it sounds horrible, it will li- like I won't be able to do as many of these videos which go so viral. But then I was like, we kept seeing each other and I knew that I could still be successful without doing those girl related videos. Um, but th- those videos did yeah. do really well. I mean, the side men still do Tinder and exactly. they have girlfriends. Exactly. So I think you'll be fine. And, and she's she's fine with me doing videos with girls as long as it's not anything disrespectful, as long as I'm not like necking off with a girl on a video. Like, as long as you're not an OnlyFans or something Exactly, like that. exactly. <laughs> so I'm sure a question everyone watching will want to know uh, the answer to is what's your training split? My training split at the moment? Yeah. Um, so quite a, a weird one, actually. We've got some personal trainers watching live right now so they're <laughs> going to be a bit disappointed in me but i'm not training legs at the moment and the reason is everyone's going to be like oh you're making you're skipping leg day. i'm not <laughs> i have a really bad knee injury on my right knee um so i've not been able to train legs for like two months i tried to train them again the other day killed couldn't do it so i'm currently on push pull rest push pull push mm. um and some of those are shoulder dominant push days some of those are chest dominant push days uh, not a split I'd recommend because if you can train legs, don't skip leg day. Um, but yeah, push pull. So push, what pull is the split. split you would recommend if your leg wasn't? Uh, I'd recommend push pull legs, push pull legs, mm. or upper body, lower body, upper body, lower body, or mm. even full body split three days a week. There's At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if it's upper, lower, push pull legs, full body, as long as you're training the muscle groups at least two times a week, stimulating them well, pushing yourself, having a good diet, it, you'll, you'll make really good progress. Well, for someone with the perfect body that's never had to train like <laughs> yeah. myself, yeah. what is the point in doing legs when it's all about ooh, the chest? Because, mate, 
big legs look sick. Do they? Yeah, I think they look... Girls hate it. I showed my girlfriend Scarlett my legs when I used to train them properly. And she was like, ugh, that looks disgusting. Doesn't it help with testosterone though? Like if you have bigger legs... That's a, that's a complete myth. Is I it? Think that's yeah, training that's See, that, that's else. what trainer Tom told me. So he's watching uh, this. So <laughs> basically, uh, trainer I believe wrong. that, I believe that if you, if you train, I don't know too much into it, but if you train your legs, it will increase your testosterone for a very, very short period of time, right. which will not actually affect <sighs> the rest of your training as time goes on. Right. I'm skipping leg day then. <laughs> it makes Mate, him feel if, sick. If it's a myth that, yeah, it does. It makes me feel horribly yeah, cause sick. Yeah, because it's hard. Because it's like, hard. Legs uh, are the yeah, hardest I'll, to train. I'll do like, you know, just some, some normal exercises on my legs and I'll feel okay. Yeah. And as soon as I get in like a hack squat or yeah, a yeah. leg press, yeah, yeah. just feel violently sick. Do you sick. squat? Do you like normal yeah, yeah, squat? Yeah. They're that, the worst. But mate. I don't find that too bad. It's when I get in the leg press specifically. Is it? I, I literally just go white as a ghost. I'm literally just like, I'll have do my you believe you can, actually go you can actually go whiter <laughs> than that. What's the fastest way to grow your chest? Because I know that's a big question. The fastest way to grow your chest. I'm the last person you should ask is my chest is Well, horrible. you made a video I, I, telling us how I, to do I, it. I have personally improved it a lot. So that's another point where like, when I said I'm the last person to ask, my chest isn't the best, right? But if anything, that makes me a pretty good person to ask because I've had to put the work mm. into actually grow it compared to someone who has a massive chest. They probably just go on the bench and they it's their genetics are good there, so it grows. My personal opinion is don't bench press, don't flat bench press. I would swap that out for an inclined dumbbell press, um, progressively overload it, uh, train it two times a week, and you'll notice some some good progress. Yeah. Weren't you saying you were struggling with um, a pinch, was it, or something? A pinch? What do you mean? Like feeling the squeeze? That, the squeeze. Yeah, that yeah. It. Because obviously like I don't have a chest. It's like, you know, when you're training chest, yeah. it's like you can't feel that squeeze. So yeah. It's like, how do you even know if you're doing it right? Because it's just, what do you do, you know? I was the exact same. When, yeah, I, so when, when your chest is really flat, it's obviously harder to feel the actual muscle contraction, but it just takes time. As yeah. long as you're somewhat feeling it there. Doesn't um doesn't like an inclined dumbbell do the top of your chest so then it's going to give you like a shelf and you'll just look way better. It doesn't look the, the upper chest. chest which is a lot more aesthetic yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, it will still train the overall pec but it targets the upper chest, yeah. yeah. So you did a video where you were eating like 10,000 calories in a day. Mm. Tell us a bit about that. Was that hard? It looked crazy. I've done that multiple times. Um I, I can do that somewhat easier now because it is a bit training like as once you know a lot about nutrition a lot about calories it's pretty easy to go and get this food and know how to do it a lot more efficiently uh, but when i first did the 10,000 calorie challenge it was about four or five years ago with my mates at school who went to the gym and it was impossible we, we found it so hard because you, you you think you ask anyone do you reckon you could do 10,000 calories and say, yeah, that's easy. Once you're like six, 7,000 calories down, the last thing you think of is food. The last thing you want to do is eat food. I, I mean, he moans about 3,000. Yeah, He's like, oh, God, I can't eat. I'm not hungry. Like, I'll, I'll have like... Um, when we were away, it was just crazy. He kept going on about, I can't eat because my appetite's not yeah, there. Like, I, so I just eat, mate. I have to like, you know, strategically space the meals out throughout yeah. the day to make sure I'm hungry. I'll have my like chicken and pasta, which he says looks like a snack. <laughs> it does. And I'm literally... I could eat like 10 I'm, of them. I'm getting towards the end of the meal and I'm like yeah like, come on let's get it in yeah, you know, yeah that's just yeah, on three thousand yeah, a day yeah. it's crazy so you're eating healthy three thousand calories then i'm trying to the, yeah. pa the no, past two weeks the, the past two weeks he's has gone been dirty. really bad yeah. I've, I've gone yeah, dirty, dirty. Bulk. yeah. Um, i've been having like dominoes like four times a week but that is only the past few weeks and i have been on you know chicken and rice chicken and pasta i have squares bars in the morning with a protein shake i know it's not great but it's, it's not well, no, as it's, bad as a domino it's better to like as much as it sounds stupid if you're speaking from a pure muscle building side if you can't get the calories in, have a Domino's. Yeah. Like, if you're not, I'm not speaking from a health side here, but having a Domino's is better than being in a calorie deficit. If you can get into the calorie surplus with a Domino's and you can't without it, then do it. Like, yeah, that's what I do. Especially for hard gainers like us. Yeah, you look like you're similar kind of uh, genetics, I would yeah, say. Yeah, but yeah. Kai was saying that you're a bit of an inspiration too. Yeah, no, I, no, <laughs> I appreciate it. I, I relate to you a lot in the yeah, gym because, yeah. you know, we watching your videos, I can clearly see myself in you from the yeah. early days. Of course, you know, we're very, very different now, but I shall get there. But I was like, when I first met Curtis, which wasn't that long ago. Oh, you hated gym, the gym. I was like almost anti-gym. 
which is like a bit weird. Yeah, like it was just like, I just sort of thought, oh yeah, fuck Jim lads, I'm not interested, (sighs) you know, just don't care. And as I mention it in every podcast, I came from a sporting background with swimming and everything and everyone's going to say, oh, he's mentioned it again. used to swim? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But no, I I was always big on, you know, fitness, not so much weightlifting, but now obviously I've got a bit more into it, not as much as, you know, you do, but you know, I'm getting into it. Yeah. But yeah, I know Kai was just like, oh, it's a waste of time. You don't want to be doing that. He's like, if I went to the gym, no one else would stand a chance. All the other guys. Obviously, that was a joke. <laughs> Obviously, that was a joke. But, um, but you know, I just wasn't into it at all. And then I just literally made the switch like a few months ago. I just thought, I just want to get more yeah, powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I've focused on my career, you know, got a bit of money, a job that I like to do, things like that. And yeah. it's like, right, what's next? Gym. And how are you finding it now? You enjoying uh, it? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I go to a, a very bougie country club. Now, this is another thing that I, I don't like. Like, he goes. You know, I, I know the benefits to it, right? Saunas, like he, he goes in the sauna all the time, goes in the pool and then trains. Yeah, yeah. But to me, it sounds a bit girly. That's the type of thing your like girlfriend like a proper does. Yeah like, gym, yeah, like he used to go to one called Kratos yeah. and it just is it, so much more manly. Well, well I I personally believe the, the, the old school gyms, you can make better progress in because sure. you can get motivated by some people. But it also depends like, what what a lot of people join like these really expensive country clubs not for the equipment but for like the contacts there mm. like some people like to go to the gym mm. and make like if you go into this expensive country club there's probably some high profile people there i hear a lot about Me. that yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> it's all about contacts at the end of the yeah. day yeah. yeah but then you end up going and talking and he'll be and in the sauna for ages and not yeah, actually yeah, working yeah. out it's like why am i not growing well, muscle I, i'm still doing both I'm, I'm going to the bodybuilding gym i'm going to the country club but it just depends who i can go with and i don't feel like confident enough in the gym to train on my own yet yeah. i mean like my my pt will even send me a workout split and i look at it and i just think what the fuck is that you know yeah. i don't even know what i'm doing yeah. so i have to have someone with me yeah fair so it helps me a lot going to the country club so <laughs> how does it feel not to be your parents favorite child um well i did say to my mom she was like i said it's basically for people who don't know we did a video uh-huh. where me and my brothers went against each other in like different challenges intelligent strength cardio cooking so like a whole range of different stuff and i didn't win my older brother won so at the end of the video i thought it'd be funny for my mum to say so my favorite child is the person who won aka my older brother but she was like refusing to say it she did not really? want to say that on video because they've always got a favorite they just they, don't want to say yeah. it <laughs> realistically i'm the, I'm the famous I'm <laughs> my little brother is 100 percent. the little brother always is that's the, yeah, the, the baby the parents yeah. baby yeah I've noticed you're doing more traveling with your videos at the moment. Are they always profitable or are they a bit of a lad's weekend away? Uh, I think like in total they're profitable. Um, like the individual video, especially if it's under eight minutes, will probably not make as... Like I went to Kazakhstan the other day and that costed quite a lot of money because it's quite far. It's also not a popular destination to travel to. So the actual video that I made, I only made one video from traveling to Kazakhstan that probably didn't make as much i've not checked specifically but i assume it didn't make as much as how much i spent on it but i gained subscribers i gained more views and i made a good video which will mean that they'll want to look at the next video so in total yeah i'm in a profit i'm in a profit in total yeah yeah. do you um like add it up on like a spreadsheet like i'm gonna go on this trip and gonna make (laughs) sure it's i'm not not like that no i'm just like i want to go there let's go there and make a cool video and it's working. So do you think you're going to be doing more of that? Is that where the channel's going in the future? Yeah, hundred percent. I really enjoy the traveling style videos. You know, it's not just like I went to Greece, you know, like not like Greece vlog. I don't like that sort of stuff. I like looking online at a specific question, like what's the least obese country in the world? Boom, let's go to there because it's to do with fitness. It's interesting and I get to travel. Um, and it's not just like a basic vlog. It's quite there's like a story behind why I'm traveling there. So talk to us about a bit about like creating that story. Like, do you think about it before or is it more after? Yeah. So when it comes to creating like a, a YouTube video, I will have the idea in my head. Um, so let's take I went to the least obese country in the world. I had the idea in my head, and when I traveled there, I didn't have any specific like store storyboard. I didn't have anything like that. I just traveled there knowing what I want to film. And I wanted to film stuff to do with obesity while I was there, all of this. So I just film as much as physically possible. And then when I get back home into editing, I'll create a storyboard of how I want the video to be. How long does it take to go through all of that footage though? It uh, must be crazy. 
Well, I the thing is, I know the footage that I filmed. Mm. So it's not like I'm an editor who's getting sent footage. I filmed it myself. So it's pretty easy to remember what so you footage can quickly is quickly just skim for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I just go off the storyboard and I edit it. But it's annoying because sometimes, because obviously I create the storyboard after I filmed, which is kind of stupid and lazy. But hey, sometimes there's like a thing that I wished I filmed and if I'd created the storyboard before, I would have filmed that. So that can be a bit annoying, but yeah. how, do you, how do you keep to your training and your diet while you're traveling? Uh, I don't, to be honest. I keep to training. I go to gyms while I travel, but when it comes to the diet, I'm I'm somewhat lucky in the fact that I'm a hard gainer, so I can still stay lean while traveling because I struggle to put weight on. A lot of people, when they travel, they put weight on. Yeah. With me, I- Tell me about it. That's <laughs> us. <laughs> With me, I lose weight, so- yeah, I'm not as, as bothered about it because if I lose weight, I get a bit leaner. That's not the end of the world. Yeah, I lose weight every time we travel. But when we go to Dubai on Sunday, I'm going to prepare. I'm going to bring, gonna bring some everything I need and I'm going to just make sure that it doesn't happen well, again. Well, the place we booked has got a gym in the building mm. and we can, you know, sort out, out all our food. Tom, our editor, will cook it all up for us. So he doubles up as a chef as well. Chef slash editor. Yeah, so yeah, it's I need right. one of them. I need one of them. <laughs> Do you have an editor at all? No, I edit everything myself, mm. which is annoying. But so why why haven't you looked to get an editor? I think it's more the style of my videos. Like I'm a lot commentating. Mm. I couldn't send my footage to someone because I would always think that I could do it better because I have this, the envisioned story in my head and I know what to do with that when I get it. I just couldn't do it. I, I see, mm. if I'm completely honest, um, and this doesn't apply for everyone, but I do see a lot of big YouTubers who have done so well putting their passion into YouTube, filming, editing, all their stuff. And then they, when they get famous, when they get all the big money, they start hiring editors. And I noticed that a lot of the time when they start hiring editors who aren't as passionate as the creators themselves, their views go down because the videos just aren't as entertaining. And you can see that in the videos, like mm. there's not as much passion put well, in there. Well, I think we've been very lucky because Tom, our editor, he's just like one of the lads, isn't he? Yeah, and great. we all get on so well. Yeah. And uh, he's so involved with the podcast when we're doing them yeah. and anything we're doing, he just wants to get involved. Mm. Um, but it took so, a while to find him, Yeah, it's it? true, yeah. But he's definitely a team member and I think that's really important to find the right person. 100%. I also think it is dependent on the style of videos. Some mm. people can hire an editor and it won't make a difference. Some people it will make a difference. What yeah. if you want to just do something else in the future and you know, just make the videos still, but maybe build a, another business on the side and it needs more of your time. Would you then look at giving up the editing? Uh, yeah, it's a really good question. It I kind of change you to I that. I just it? have to see in the future. I'm currently working on something like a, a, a business, which I can't say too much about. Don't my the person my business partner will get really annoyed if I say more. But so is it a separate business that you own, or set, is, it's, it is? it's a completely separate business? Cool. Uh, so it's nothing to do with the Joe Fazer brand, um, but it's obviously to do with the gym, which is where I'm knowledgeable about. Um, that's taken up a bit of my time, but mm. I'm still finding time to edit the videos. Uh, I used to post twice a week. Now I post once a week because I just I can't keep up with twice a week anymore. It's just I don't have the time. Mm. It's very difficult, isn't it? I I think to to keep posting, certainly twice a week, once a week's hard enough. Yeah, and, and it's also like some like some people can post twice a week, but it's dependent <sighs> on the videos. Again, my videos take mm. two three days to edit, two three days to film. It's physically impossible to do that twice a week. This new business, do you own half of it? Uh, yes. Do you have a partnership agreement? Uh, so is it, it's an ice agreement, yeah, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It's like a gentleman's agreement, I guess. Oh, they always end in tears. I know they always end in tears, but uh, I'm going to say something and you guys are going to completely disagree. Go on. I trust the guy very well. And I we know disagree. that's the, I, Okay, yeah, so, yeah. so me, me and um, Kai have a business together. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. we trust each other. But we actually haven't got it in place at the moment. But when the business gets going, when we actually start putting time into it, yeah. we will be having an ice agreement in place. I, I think I think the same will be. It's better yeah. for you and it's better for your yeah, business I think, partner. I think, yeah. it, it, it's better all round. It, it also holds you accountable. Thing. Like you can remember, because you can easily just say- It's a oh, reference you, point. Yeah, yeah, you were meant to do that. You said that three years yeah. ago that you would handle that. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, you or did. just imagine he sells half of the business to someone else and you end up working in a business with someone you don't want. Yeah. So you want the first right to buy his shares. Yeah, so yeah. that should go in the so agreement what, as well. What, what do you feel about many people saying that it's the worst ship to ever sail? The partnership. <laughs> 
Meaning it's a bad idea. Yeah, like any all partnerships fail, essentially. Oh, really? You're 50-50 each. You're not like, because in our business, I'm 51-49, just in case there's any like oh, right, okay. anything that needs uh, to be decided. Well, I think the logistics of that will be sorted when we actually sign the... Mm. When it comes to like investing, we've put a lot of money in 50-50, mm. but... I understand about the fifty-one percent forty-nine. Yeah. Like, so you should have, you should have final money, say. As soon as money goes <laughs> in, you should have an agreement in place. Mm. So, so it's kind when of you go already. away, yeah. get your agreement put in place because right. it's very, very important. It'll keep you together as a partnership a lot, lot longer. Yeah. I mean, I've I've never liked partnerships in business purely because of the reason that you have falling outs, and then that's got to be you know there's enough going on without the partner falling out yeah. with you. But if you are going to have a partner, get it in writing. But I'm your partner. <laughs> yeah. Well, in this business, yeah, but yeah. you're my son as well, and it makes that, it even harder. It does. But I <laughs> Wait, um, do you guys have like a yeah? So I own half of the Mark Tilbury brand, wow. and also strike it big and everything. So if you guys literally have a an agreement, an agreement, I should yeah. probably. Yeah. My dad said yeah. the same thing. Yeah, he's get a very agreement. wise man, but. I'm an idiot and I'm too lazy, but I'm going to get it sorted. No, get it's it not sorted. that hard to get sorted. You can have someone else do it for you. But yeah. I um, I willingly gave, I actually offered it like it was my idea. I said, if we're going to do this, I want you to have 51% because yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be doing any of the things that I'm doing if it wasn't for him. So why would I want to own more of the business? I'm more than happy for him to take the majority respect share. Respect that, respect that. And I that. will follow his guidance. You, you, Thank you, Kai. <laughs> <laughs> so back to videos. How do you know like a, a video topic is going to explode and, and be viral versus you know not not do as well? Um, you don't know. So sometimes sometimes videos will flop, but a lot of the time I do have kind of an instinct on hmm, this video is going to do well, uh, and it's all dependent on the thumbnail and title. If it's a very niche video, it will usually get less views. If it's a very video which anyone can watch, it'll get more views. So like the least obese country in the world. I keep bringing this up, but it's a very good example. Anyone who sees that is going to be quite interested, even if they go to the gym, even if they don't go to the gym. Hmm, what's the least obese country in the world? They might click that. Compared to if I did like how I eat full day of eating, that might not do as well because less, not everyone wants to know what this specific kid is eating in a day. So it's mm. It's dependent on how broad the, the topic is. So why is. don't you always do broad videos? Is there like a strategy between doing the how to grow your chest fast videos yeah. and the, the obese country videos? Um, I'm a fitness channel at the end of the day and sometimes I want to, sometimes they're easier to do. Like mm. a full day of eating is an easier video. Um, so if I don't have a video, I'm like, fuck, I need to get something out and I'll do something like that. But I try to now, if I'm planning a big video, it'll be something broad. What are some good hacks for beginner gym goers? Some hacks for beginner gym goers. Yeah. Um, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, this is all for Kai. Because he's entry level. So. <laughs> um, I'd say a big one is, a big gym hack is, if you are someone who gets unmotivated easily, find a gym partner, someone you can go to the gym with, because then if you're going to miss a session, they'll put you in your place. They'll say, you're coming basically, and it will motivate you more to to go to the gym. You're more accountable, aren't you, if you're someone else exactly as well. exactly uh the second gym hack i'd recommend is not being too restrictive when people first start going to the gym they're like right chicken rice and broccoli every meal every day boom i'm gonna do that for the rest of my life let's be realistic you're not have cheap meals uh you know how many are you allowed of those it's completely dependent on the person i could have a domino's every night and i'd still stay lean but that's completely down to as we spoke about before genetics if your mates are like, do you want to go to the cinema? Get a popcorn. Like it's not the end of the world. Um, because when you're too restrictive, it makes you binge more. Mm. So fun fact about me was when I was going through that kind of depressive era where I'd, I'd look at myself in the mirror a lot more often and be and hate what I saw. I went through a pretty bad eating disorder. So eight months ago when I met you guys, I was completely fine. I would eat pretty much whatever I wanted. I'd make sure I was getting my protein in but I'd eat whatever I wanted and I was staying pretty lean. Mm. Um, you know, back then if I wanted a five, I got a five guys after the podcast with you guys and I, and I didn't care. But then when I started going through this kind of mental health problem and caring more about my body, in my head, I was like, I need to get leaner. I need to look better. So I start restricting myself really bad. I wouldn't eat any junk food or anything like that. I'd, I'd only eat chicken, rice and broccoli every meal or porridge just that basic bodybuilding meals and stay in a calorie deficit, which was not good for me because I needed to build muscle. But the problem with that is because I was restricting myself so much, I'd always end up binging and eating crap. 
And I wasn't any leaner than I was before when I ate whatever I wanted. So about two, three months ago, when I started getting my mental health a bit better, I was like, you know what, fuck this. I'm not going through this anymore. I don't want to restrict myself constantly. And I started eating what I wanted again. And I'd say I'm as lean, if not leaner than I was before, because my logic is, again, you want what you can't have. So when I was restricting myself, I'd always end up binging. Now that I don't restrict myself as much, I don't end up binging. I don't end up all you of this. You can stick to a proper And I can stick diet. to it completely better. And it's my life is honestly so much better since that because food is such a big part of life. And when you're feeling guilty every time you have a slice of cake or a piece of chocolate, it really fucks you up. Mm. So if you want some, if you want a nice meal, eat a nice meal. If you want to go out for food, go out for food. When you look in the mirror now, do you feel confident? I feel a lot more confident. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I don't feel, I don't like what I see. I never have liked what I see. I think you also said you don't think you'll ever like what you see. You never will. Um, Which is a shame, isn't it, really? Because you're building towards a goal that you don't think you'll ever achieve. And to me, that's that's mentally it, it, very difficult. Mentally really hard, yeah. You know, once you start the gym, you're never satisfied. Um, don't get me wrong. There are times where I've got a pump, I'm in good lighting, and I'm like, you know what? I look pretty good. But then literally 30 minutes later, I can look at myself in a different mirror, in different lighting without a pump. And I'm like, I look like shit. And it's completely down to so many factors on how you look. Do you think you actually see something different from everyone else? 100%. Because imagine like skinny you looking at you now. You'd be like, wow, that's what I want. I wouldn't want any more than that. And I really think about that a lot. Mm -hmm. I think about that a lot. Sometimes I look at myself and I feel like shit. And I'm like, you know what? The thing is, if me when I was 15 saw myself now, I would love it. I'd be over the moon. But me now, I, I'm not. I'm the complete opposite. I feel like shit. Uh, even Kai was saying like he, he wouldn't want to get as big as you. You know, you've gone past the stage that he would want to be yeah. at. I mean, it's not to say that I wouldn't do it, but it's not like a goal of mine to yeah. get huge. Yeah. I don't. I don't care. I just want to get a bit more powerful. Um, I think that obviously it'll make me look a bit older because believe it or not, me and Curtis are actually the same age, which people probably find it hard exactly to believe. Exactly the same age. Believe, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> we exactly. were born on the same day. We're no. Both yeah. 24th of June, 1998. Mad. And we didn't know each other prior. It's nuts. But yes, yeah, so I just want to just, yeah, get a bit more powerful, look a bit older, but I'm not like intent on pushing it to new extremes. I'm really not bothered. I've never cared. And the only reason why I care now is because it's just my new goal. It's not because Mate, of how it makes me feel. Can I just say that it's so much more healthy than people like me. You, you think people like me who take fitness, who, whose fitness is their life, you think people like me are more healthy. It's the complete opposite. I, I think for me, it's just like, all I really care about is making money, chilling with my friends and being with my girlfriend. I've been with the same girl since I was 17. So I'm out the game. So I don't care what someone thinks I look like. Yeah. The boys don't give a fuck. I think you do care. You well, definitely <laughs> care. Okay, but you get what I'm saying, yeah? Like You're not the, looking to pull, mate. Yeah, like, but so, you want so, the girls to be looking okay, at you. Uh, yeah, I, I, right. I get Jack now. It makes no difference to my life, women-wise, yeah. at all. Yeah. Boys obviously don't give a fuck. Like, my boys don't care. Why would they? And then making money, it makes no difference either. So for me, it is literally just a new challenge and I just want to get a bit more powerful, but I've never looked at it in, in that way. You just said... Uh, just said you're like getting jacked I'm not bothered about getting women mm. you know it's not going to help because I've got a girlfriend if you get jacked you don't get women like you get men <laughs> you get men in your DMs not women I mean 99.9% .9 of my DMs are from men so is it not help with the girls at all like your Look, current girlfriend now, yeah, would she be attracted to fifteen-year-old body you? Well, fifteen-year-old, unfortunately, is not the same because you would have matured a certain <laughs> amount. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you your, wouldn't your have just kept looking like fifteen. Okay, Hello. okay, okay. Let, let's a be, skinny physique. All right, let's be. It depends on the girl. Yeah. Some girls like skinny guys. Some girls like muscular guys. I would say it has helped, maybe a little bit, but more in real life. Like if you're wearing a tight T-shirt, it might help a little bit. It helps your facial structure a bit when you're looking a bit bored. All of this stuff. But in general, if you post a shirtless selfie on Instagram it, and, and of you like properly flexing, you'll get l no girls like it. Compared to if you post a normal selfie, more girls will like that. Like girls don't care about the veins. They don't care about all of that. Why do you think that is? They don't want to they, they go out with a guy who in their head, if the guy's flexing like this, they think he's never going to go out for a meal with me. He's never going to have a good time. It's not the truth, but and that's what they think. And he thinks he's prettier than me. 
yeah he cares more about his appearance than mm. the girl yeah have you ever thought about doing youtuber boxing okay so <laughs> 100 is there an exclusive here no that, well not that exclusive it's nothing crazy i'm boxing my mate on saturday we've hired like a, a ring out all of this sort of stuff so if that goes well what for I, a video for a video yeah, yeah. Okay, so if yeah. i don't embarrass myself too much have you done any training i have to no <laughs> that's the point <laughs> you're gonna embarrass yourself i think does then. he box no he, he boxes he knows a bit more about boxing but i'm a bit taller so the premise of the video is we've got a disagreement and I was like, to settle this disagreement, sign the contract, we'll have a boxing match. The disagreement is so boring and stupid, but it's quite a funny video idea that we're settling that with a boxing match. Um, but maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah. I'd be down, I'd be down to What box. did you think of the uh, Tommy Fury, Jake Paul Loved fight? it, mate. I thought it was an amazing fight, honestly. Who did you think was going to win? <sighs> before it happened Jake Paul to be honest Same. So did I'm he, the only yeah. one here that, that didn't no, think that I put a bet on <laughs> you put a bet on who Tommy Fury is it how much 50 me. pounds yeah I, I lost 50 pounds to him you bet Jake yeah I, I bet with my girlfriend as well so I lost 100 in total Ooh. Yeah. but wait, wait so you thought Tommy Fury was going to win yeah. yeah he did oh right 100% okay I, 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 I thought he was going to win easily as well. Yeah, I but thought you he was didn't realise. You'd never watched Jake fight. You didn't realise his mentality. You know, no, I, I thought I, there's I realize, no way this guy can lose. I realise Jake is like quite an animal sort mm. of. And I have seen a bit of his boxing. But also, uh, Tommy is a professional boxer. I mean, really, yeah. the guy should win. Yeah. I don't think Jake actually knocked him down. I think he slipped, mm. to be honest. That yeah. was never a big enough punch to put him down. And he was straight up. So... I think he won by quite a lot more. I, than I think the point Tommy said Tommy had too much to lose. Like yeah. you know, he's, he's just had the kid. But that, he's could, that could be a bad thing, though. Yeah. Like mm. when you have too much to lose, the pressure can take. Well, you over. could see the pressure afterward, couldn't you? Because it was coming out. Yeah. And then, you know, the real pressure that he'd been under for two years. Yeah. But anyway, what's your take? Because I want to hear it. Um, well, yeah, I, I did actually think that Jake Paul was going to win. However, I thought it was going to be very close, so I bet on a draw. Which, when the fight ended before they announced the winner, I thought I've got this. I thought it was going to mm. be a draw, but. Um, the thing is, the reason I thought Jake was going to win, one, he's an like one, he's he's actually a he's pretty good. Like, let's be real, people yeah. try and mock him, but he is pretty good. Number two, and I ramble on about this all podcast. The word beginning with G, genetics. The Paul brothers have insane genetics. Take Logan Paul for example. The guy looks like a bloody bodybuilder, and he and he doesn't train for bodybuilding. He has a better physique than me, and my life is literal bodybuilding. You could also look at their past. They were both wrestlers back in the day. Good. But if you look at Tommy Fury, he's oh, he's got insane well. genetics yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought the pools were were going to just just edge. I thought it was going to be close, but I did think Jake was going to win it on aggression. I think he could have had it, but on on style and that the art of boxing, I thought uh, it'd go to Tommy. The first like, as soon as the first thirty seconds happened, I changed my mind completely. I was like, yeah, I think Tommy's got. I think Tommy's got this. If you were to box another YouTuber, who yeah. would it be? Oh, don't say <laughs> me. I don't know, to be honest. Um, Do you have beef with anyone? I'd get destroyed by you, Mark. I'd get destroyed. <laughs> uh, Judging by that arm wrestle. I mean. <laughs> Morgs. Maybe Morgs. Morgs. Really? Have you met Morgs before? I've never met him, but I know that he's quite tall. I think he's similar yeah. height to me, so I think it would be somewhat of a fair fight. Yeah, I think he's um, actually quite a cool guy. He like, seems pretty chill. Yeah, when he's not, you know, being that pretend character. Well, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he's playing a character. So can you knock yeah. him? He's making a lot of money. He's played a character. You know, he does look like a twat when he's playing the character, but it's a character. It's like someone acting in a TV show. They're playing a character. I shouldn't be saying this because I've just called him out. So I should be starting fake beef and not <laughs> yeah. being nice to him. He's rubbish, isn't he's he? He's rubbish. Really rubbish. <laughs> so you're obviously making decent money from YouTube. What car are you driving now? Uh, I think the same car. Yes. Yeah, what car is that? So I don't know the name. It's like some crappy Ford. I got it off why, my mate. Why are you not getting Ford? Ford. If, like if it's Fords. a Ford, then it's definitely crap. Yeah. <laughs> rubbish. Why, why are you not leveling up? I don't really care that much about like cars or... This is a sweatshirt I got from Lidl last night. I tried to... From Lidl? Yeah, so I was in Lidl last night. I was, like, them, yeah. I was like, um, I don't have anything nice to wear for this. So this is this is nice clothes to me. I You're like I, the complete opposite of Kai. Like he likes all designer stuff, <laughs> nice nice cars. H&M, and I actually got a discount on it. because Okay, but how much, like how much were your jeans? A thousand pounds. I've got to say, Joe, I like the Lidl aisle. 
The little, oh, it's so addictive. It, it is. It's so addictive. I spent, well, the one I in spent the middle. about half yeah. an hour yeah. um, on Saturday around the little <laughs> aisle. Yeah. You know, that, that's just, how they make all their profit from yeah. those bu- those ones in the middle. Is yeah. It? So they, they get you in with crap. the cheaper products. Yeah, and it's all random well, stuff. Well, it's all the stuff products. you didn't know that you wanted, but you definitely do when yeah. you see it. Yeah. You know, I'll have some of that. You're like, <laughs> I saw like some um, foot massage and I was like, you know what? I'm editing tonight. Yeah, go on. Let's get this you for thirty-five quid. Yeah, <laughs> like it just entices you into the most random, pointless crap. But I think that's sick. Like, obviously, you're a millionaire and you're still shopping at Lidl. And I saw a video uh, when someone asked, "Why do you shop at these reduced stuff?" And I and I remember you answering. It's I think it's so respectable. I really respect people who don't really care that much about how people perceive them as long as they're doing well themselves. Mm. Um, and yeah, with me personally, you asked about why I'm not getting a better car. As long as it gets me from A to B, that's all that I'm really that that bothered about. Do you think that will change when you've like driven a really fast car? Because I I often say this about getting like a Lamborghini or yeah. something. Like I've never driven one, so I don't I don't know if I would love it that much. You'd love it. Yeah, I probably would. <laughs> you probably would love it. Don't <laughs> I, you I, I don't yeah. want to get it for other people, you know. But if if I did love it, then I sure. would get it for sure. that reason. Yeah, I, don't, I think some people could buy nice stuff and it not just be for the reason that they want to flex it. Um, I think I would love it. Obviously, if I bought, if I drove a Lamborghini, I just could never, I could never like live with myself. If I spent that much money on something like that at the moment because I'm still in this mindset of I'm growing, I'm growing. Let's not bother about all the nice stuff. Let's just get as far as I can first. How about a nice entry level watch? Stop. <sighs> no, we're cutting that out. <laughs> no, no, we're not, we're not cutting it. I'll carry how on. How about a nice entry so, level so, watch? So, no, how about uh, a Rolex, something that will hold its value or hopefully go up yeah. um, as an investment, not as a flex piece? You know, uh, you can wear it in videos. Yeah, I, know, I know that watches are quite a good investment, especially in like the corporate world. Um, my dad's a big watch guy. My mate got one for like a grand the other day because he's just started a job as like a finance person. And I, I, d- I do want to get one because I think it, it looks nice. But again, I couldn't spend 500 pounds on a watch. How much you couldn't spend 500. Huh? No, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. Yeah, but the thing is, if you spend 500, you're more likely to lose that 500 than if yeah. you spent 15,000, then you probably make some or, you know, maintain the same value. So in a way, you're spending more by mm, buying the yeah. 500 pound one. The, 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 very true, very mm. true. But I could get the fifteen thousand initially, so I don't know how. I you definitely know. could. No, yeah, you, 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 you're doing it in a smart way where you're leaving the money in your business and and things like that. But it is still your money, and you can. Put I it could out technically, you yeah, you but could, I couldn't yeah. live with myself if I took that money out. That's the problem. But why? What's it doing in there? Nothing. It, it's not being given to the government that's what it's doing yeah i guess so but if you buy a watch you can wear it every day you can enjoy it it's also you know there are loads of benefits to having a good watch like a, a conversation starter with other people that yeah. have got watches it's good for networking um yeah i think you should get one are you scared Very that um, spending money is going to change you and change who, who you are as a person you know in regards to that question there's something kind of like that like i was going to get composite bonding the other day mm-hmm. which costs a bit of money which is like where your teeth look like veneers but they're not veneers but then I didn't do it because I think I just look like an influencer, I, and I'd hate I hate being perceived as as one of those. It'll end up like looking like you've swallowed a torch. Yeah, exactly. And you then, don't really want that. And then that on top of fake tan, on yeah. top of being lean, I will look like a bit of a twat. Let's be honest, <laughs> and I don't want that. You know what's so funny is I was with I was with one of my friends, Jamie, the other night, and he's getting composite bonding right mm-hmm. now. And uh, he, he said to me, as soon as I sat down, he says, oh, by the way, he says, I'm getting mine. He says, you need to get your teeth done. I said, no, I don't care, bro. Like, I know they're not great, but I don't care. He's like, bro, every time I load up the podcast and watch you, he's like, the first thing I think about is how you need your teeth done. It's like, fucking hell, bro. Man. <laughs> your teeth are cut. Your like, teeth are good. Think, yeah, just, and your teeth are fine as well. But I don't mind I've, things I got just being normal. Instead, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see like why you have to go to that extreme. Like, I think that people have been living with normal teeth for since the the caveman days and i don't think that it needs to be changed you know? well in the states they haven't have they that's why they always pick on our teeth as being bad and veneers in the states is a normal thing you yeah. have done what's funny though is i say that but see me in six months with a new <laughs> teeth <laughs> if you're getting everything done <laughs> entry level teeth anyway <laughs> what, what do you feel is different about you and like the other fitness influencers because I, I think there is a clear difference uh, well, the one that I get told the most is that I'm a bit more relatable in the fact that I'm not some mass monster. I'm not some influencer living in Dubai. Like I'm kind of just a guy who lives with my mate. 
And you're a nice in bloke. Nottingham. I appreciate that. You're a nice bloke as well, man. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, we got a bromance going on. <laughs> <laughs> just made it well cringy. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I think I just enjoy going to the gym like every other guy does. And I enjoy making videos. And I've been lucky enough to gain a, a bit of a following out of that. I think it's a fact that I genuinely yeah. am not anything special that makes me kind of relatable to to a lot of guys. Do you but, think some of the um, fitness influencers are a bit stuck up? Uh, I know a lot of them that are stuck up. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to name any names, but there's some guys who have definitely, as their following has increased, have built a bit of an ego. And I've noticed that because I beat a lot of these guys. I've been in the fitness world for quite a while now. I've been with my protein for three years. My protein do events a lot of the times where a lot of other influencers come. And I've met some guys who are like the nicest people ever. You know, they've just joined my protein. I'm a bit shy. And then I met them like a year later. I'm not going to name names, like I said. And they're just a completely different person. They've gained a bit of a following and you can see that through their ego. And that's one thing that I completely stand against. I think that humbleness is the most, like literally the, the, the biggest thing ever. So when is enough money, enough money? With the same mindset as without the money involved, I think that to be honest, as you start getting a lot of money, you start craving a lot of money again. Just like as you start going to the gym and putting on muscle, you start craving more muscle. So I think like you guys are doing so well. You know, if, if I said to myself, I'm going to be as rich as you guys in two years, I'll be done, I'll be happy, but I won't be. You guys are probably still striving for more. I think that, to be honest, that you never have enough enough money unless you're like bloody Jeff Bezos or something really like Well, that. he hasn't stopped, has he? Yeah, exactly. Even him, he's not stopped working. Elon Musk hasn't stopped working. I just, I think when it comes to like certain aspects of life, money, muscle, all of this sort of stuff. I don't think there is ever enough, to be honest. I think you'll always and I be think striving that's for because more. it's a constant journey. It's a constant journey. You always think you can do better. You always think you can do more. And yeah. Let's very make good. that a viral sound. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Thank it's you for having me. If you guys enjoyed it, make sure to smash that thumbs up button for the YouTube algorithm. So we will see you next Wednesday with a brand new upload. So it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from all these guys. See you later. Bye-bye. You usually say Friday, don't I? Yeah. Normally, not anymore. Yeah, we thought people...